This is Jeff on the walkingcross.com podcast. I hope you're having a wonderful day today. I'd like to talk to you about a few points I hope it blesses your life. You know, as Christians, I think we need to put the the good in. You know, there's always bad that you can focus on in a day, but it's important to keep putting the good into your life. I hope you guys can get that, and I hope you continue to do that because it's daily walk. We have to renew our mind with good things, you know, good things that God has provided. There's always the negative. There's always going to be negative things. But devote yourself to putting good in every day, and you'll start to receive good, I believe, more in your life. But getting to the point today, I'd like to talk about a few different things. One of the things I'd like to talk about is Daniel. You know, Daniel prayed three times a day. You can find some information about Daniel by reading Daniel 6, 1 through 5. That's kind of where I'm going to start my points at. So it's talking about Darius the king. And he had made a decree that somebody would be thrown into the lion's den if they didn't serve just only him for a period of time. And these people that had basically had it in for Daniel, they had got the uh, king, Darius, which I really feel like, and I think the scriptures bear out, that Darius really preferred Daniel. Okay, And we'll, maybe we'll get more into that. But they tricked him into Darius, the king, into making this decree. And so they was trying to get Daniel in the lines then. How many times do we run into people that's constantly trying to get us in trouble? There's always something. They're trying to manipulate and get us into trouble. When you have the favor of God on your life, I believe God is going to provide. I believe that, you know. So let's get to that. When we talk about that in verse 1, Darius to set over the kingdom 120 princes which should be over the whole kingdom. And it goes on to say in in another verse, and on down I'm going to read, it says, And over these three presidents of whom Daniel was first, that the princes might give accounts unto him, and the king should have no damage. Then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princes because an excellent spirit was in him, and the king thought to set him over the whole realm. When you get favor, people are going to come after you. That's just part of it. So Daniel was preferred because he had an excellent spirit in him. You know, when you start doing the things that God wants you to do, you're going to receive favor. I believe that. Ultimately, I believe you're going to be blessed. Now, we go through a lot of things in life because we try to do the good, try to do good things. So it ain't always just going to be you're going to receive good as soon as you do something. Sometimes you're going to go through a lot of pain. You're going to go through lots of trouble. But the truth is, it's not about how blessed that you can be. It's about you being faithful to the ministry God's called you in. And that's what we ultimately are called to, is to do His ministry for our lives. So to get to the point, He was favored. I think that verse clearly talks about that. You can pull up Daniel 6, 1 through 5 here. But Darius was the king. And it says in verse 3, it says, Then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and the princes because an excellent spirit was in him, and the king thought to set him over the whole realm. So I expect favor. I believe God's going to bless me, you, and others that when we do the right thing. That's the first thing. When you start doing what God wants you to do, I believe God's going to bless you. Ultimately, I think you'll be blessed long term. But see, here's the thing. In verse 4, it talks about that the... The presidents and the princes, they looked to find occasion against Daniel because they just didn't like him. I mean, can you imagine dealing with somebody that was favored above you? 
You know, see, that's another thing. Don't be the type of person when you start to see somebody do something better than you, think, well, I got to get rid of these person. I got to push them to the side. I got to hide them. Be the type of person that wants to be better. Use that information to try to become better. Learn from other people. You know, celebrate with people that's doing good in their life. You don't always have to try to just backbite and have envy and strife and that kind of thing. See, that's the reverse of what God wants. There's going to be people that's better at things than you. You know, but the thing of it is we're supposed to learn. We're supposed to grow. We're supposed to love. You're not supposed to get an envy and hate. So I'd encourage you, when you see somebody doing something good, learn from them. Learn from them. Celebrate their good times. Say, man, that's great. And encourage them. Look, you know, it's about just living your life and doing your ministry. Being right with God, number one. That's number one. Being, being right with Christ, that is number one. And number two is, is, is being about other people. Helping other people. That's our ministry. I don't care who you are. I'm sure you have other ministry uh, uh, things in your life. But it's also to help other people. To be there with other people. You know, love your neighbor as yourself. Man, that's a, that's a tall order. But you know, how are you going to do that when you don't practice it? So we just think it's supposed to come over us. We're just supposed to somehow just be overcome with love towards somebody. And you may not be feeling that close to them at the time. Truth is, you need to practice it. So let's get to this. Number one, we're talking about here, favor. Number two, we're talking about there's going to be people come against you. Number three, I've been talking about how that we don't backbite and we, we encourage people and we're, we're there for people. But you know, when you look at this in verse five, it said, the, then said these men, we shall not find any occasion against Daniel, except we find it against him concerning the law of his God. He was, he had a lot of stuff together. It was hard to find anything. Said they ain't going to find anything against him. You know, that's the kind of life that we're supposed to live. That's another point, is get to the point where you're above reproof. Meaning, people ain't looking at it and say, well, that person's lazy. They ain't going to do this. You know, or this person's dishonest. Or, you know, they're, they're going to lie about that. Or, you know, they're going to just kind of be a slacker over here. You know, or just whatever the case is. See, those things don't supposed to be habits of Christians. Unfortunately... We kind of stay in the same spot and we don't learn and grow. See, you may be thinking you got all these sins in your life and how are you going to get rid of those sins and, and how are you going to deal with all that stuff? You let God clean you up. See, if you start getting closer to God and praying to God and doing the things that you need to do, you'll start to see that you want to do those things better. You want to change. You want to do the right things. And that comes with a relationship with him. And I'd like to take a moment, just talk about that just for a minute. You know, number one, we, we think that, you know, and it's, I believe we do supposed to repent. And I don't mean that wrong. But what I'm saying is Christ come to the cross and died for your sins. That's what the Bible talks about. And then he was rose again from the, the third day. That Father God rose him from the grave the third day. So he paid for your sins, and God the Father rose him from the grave the third day. And the thing of it is, we I believe when you receive Christ into your heart and believe that and, and come to him and say, you know, I accept you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior, and you repent of your sins, there has to come a time, in my opinion, that you give it to Christ. 
that you accept Christ in, into your heart. But a whole lot of that, in my opinion, that freedom, that setting free, that salvation that he gives, that faith comes from him to believe in him as the sacrifice for you. You might say, well, what do you mean? What I mean is, is we're never good enough on our own. We're saved by grace. He gives us faith to be saved. He is the ultimate sacrifice. And so that when you're repenting to him, God, you know, in heaven, you're repenting to Jesus and, and accepting Christ into your heart. When you're doing that, you're saying that he paid the debt that you couldn't pay. So it's not a works. It's like, you know, you have to come to a point where you believe, Jesus, I accept you, that you, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I repent of my sins. I confess you paid the debt for me. And that's what it comes down to, is accepting Christ as he paid the debt for you. It's not going to be how good you are. You're not saved by how good you are. It's when you start believing in him and that he paid it for you and you accept that free gift. I hope that makes sense because so many times I think it's taught that you have to do something you or, you know, you have to obtain some good, but it comes from accepting Christ through faith. And I believe that when you do that, I believe you'll want to repent to him. I encourage you to repent, you know, to Christ and, and turn your life. Repent. I've heard it said that repenting is changing your mind. But I believe a confession to Christ is, you know, turning away from your sin, accepting Christ as your Lord and Savior. Repenting of your sins is a change of mind. And also just, I believe it's just coming to him even in a simple way and saying, Christ, I accept what you did on the cross. Forgive me of my sins. I'm turning around. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I accept you that you that you paid the debt for me. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, I believe that it is a personal thing and that God will let you know when you are saved. But for me, when you give everything to Christ, when you come to him and, and realize he paid the debt. In other words, I, it's just giving it to him that he paid everything for you. And that sounds, you guys may be thinking, well, why does he keep saying that? What I'm trying to say is it comes from how good he was and how good he is. It's not coming from how good you are. So you're going to be... When you're saved and God shows you that, and I believe that's what you have to get. I believe that has to come from a personal relationship with God. It has to come from you and him making it right. You know, you know whether you mean it in your heart. You, you know that. And I believe you need to work out your own salvation. After you're saved, you're not going to be perfect you're going to make mistakes. And the thing of it is, when we realize how good God is after we're saved and we start seeing how good God is and how good Jesus was to, to pay for our debt and paid it in full. And it's by him, that sacrifice that he made, 
He paid it for you. You wasn't worthy. You never will be worthy by accepting him that he was the full payment of your. He was the sacrifice complete. Didn't have anything to do with you by accepting that. That he paid the way for you. Then through Jesus Christ, it says we become the righteousness of God. In other words, through him, through his payment for you of accepting that, you know, we become the righteousness of God. And then we want to do better. But you're not going to be perfect. You're not going to be perfect. We say, well, why strive then? Because when that love, when you start seeing how much he loved you and you start seeing how what he's done for you, then that makes you want to become better. And when you start having that relationship, and what I mean is you're saved, you start praying to God, you start talking to God, you start reading your Bible, then you and then God, you start seeing how good God is to you. I believe that God starts to change those those ways. You know, I believe we're supposed to bring men to God and let God clean them up. I'm not your judge. I'm not your judge. I got my own faults. I got my own, you know, sins that I need God to clean me up on. And so that's the thing, is when we start coming to God with that and we become saved, and then we start studying out God and seeing how good God is, you have a want to there. You know, so it's important. And I believe when you become saved that you will love your brethren. That's one of the signs. You know, you'll start loving people, you know, more. Loving other Christians. You'll have a love about you, but I believe you'll want to change. And I hope this means something to you This uh, that I'm talking about today. I went a little bit long, but I want you to know that Christ paid the debt for you. And it's not you that's going to be perfect. It's accepting that he was perfect sacrifice for you in your sins. He paid for you. I hope you got something from this today. Make it right with Christ. I hope to see you in heaven forever because this life is temporary, but forever is eternity. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.